Hello. Today I thought I'd share with you my thoughts on one of my favourite books and films, Ready Player One. Written by Ernest Klein and directed by Steven Spielberg. Which, if you're a sci-fi, VR, computer game fan and appreciate a ton of pop culture references and haven't read or seen the film, I would definitely recommend it. I'm Sam and welcome to Sailor Time to Pause. I will stop and breathe in your presence. Just breathe. Just breathe. This is yet another one of those situations where the book is definitely better than the film, but the film is still great. Now, let me set the scene for you. The year is 2045 in Columbus, Ohio. There is so much poverty in the world and not enough space for the population. People live in the stacks, which are basically caravans stacked on top of each other to form these caravan skyscrapers. And to quote the main character from the film, Wade Watts, life is a bummer and people have stopped trying to figure out the problems and just live through them. Everyone's looking for a way to escape reality. And so steps forward James Halliday, the saviour. James Halliday and Ogden Morrow are the founders of the company Gregarious Games. And they created this world called the Oasis. A place to go without going anywhere. Just pop on your VR goggles and haptic gloves with optional omnidirectional treadmill and step in to the Oasis. This is a fully virtual reality world, a place with no limits. What is achievable is only limited by what you can imagine. Everyone was looking for a place to escape, and as a result, the people love Halliday. He was the designer, creator, and coder of this world, the one who set them free and gave them hope. Right at the very start of this film, though, spoiler alert, James Halliday dies. But when he died, he left an easter egg in his game. And an easter egg is basically something in the game that's a hidden feature or surprise. Usually found by doing something extra in the game, rather than just completing it. They're not usually important to the story. The first person to find this egg would inherit control over the entire oasis. And as you can imagine, control over the world's largest social media video game, place where everyone spends all their time is worth quite a lot. Not only a lot of money, but it would also give the owner so much power in the world. Everyone wanted to find the egg. But in order to find the egg, Halliday had programmed three hidden challenges to test for worthy traits, and each challenge will lead you closer to the Easter egg. In order to help people find the Easter egg, Halliday left clues in his personality and the things he enjoyed. And those who search for the egg study his life, these interests and his work for knowledge to further their task and their challenge laid out by the creator. Now there's quite a lot of links to scripture in this narrative and there's lots that I could talk about. But I want to concentrate on the end. Skip right to the end where there's a rather obvious spoiler alert but the main character Wade Watts or his avatar Parsifal, a dedicated follower of Halliday, after being guided by the man himself receives the egg. At the end of the film, there's a beautiful scene where Halliday hands over the egg to Wade and is so pleased that he's won. He lets out a little, hooray, blesses his disciple and then leaves. Much like this. The Ascension of Jesus. 
When he had led them, the disciples, out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. Yep, the final scene got me thinking of how it reminds me of Jesus' last conversation with his disciples. Let's look at what he said to them, this time from Mark's perspective. He said to them, You are to go to all the world and preach the good news to every person. He who puts his trust in me and is baptised will be saved from the punishment of sin. But he who does not put his trust in me is guilty and will be punished forever. These special powerful works will be done by those who have put their trust in me. In my name they will put out demons. They will speak with languages they have never learned. They will pick up snakes. If they drink poison it will not hurt them. They will put their hands on the sick and they will be healed. This is much like the film. Throughout the trials Halliday has set, our character has been learning and through these challenges he has been made stronger and been being pushed to reach his full potential. And as Halliday, Jesus is proud of us and wants the best for us. But he doesn't just leave. Jesus ascends with a promise. He blesses his disciples and gives them the power and the promise he will be with them. In the Bible passage Elizabeth read to us, Jesus says, in my name, you will have power. He says, whoever puts their trust in me will be saved and in my name will have the power to do these amazing things. As Halliday entrusts the future of the Oasis with Wade, Jesus entrusts his disciples with the future of the church. The disciples then go forward and preach everywhere and the Lord worked through them. Jesus commissioned them to do this and gave them what they needed to fulfill the task they had been given. And he does the same for you and he does the same for me. What challenges have you been faced with recently? Where has Jesus been walking with you? Have you been strengthened by these challenges? A few weeks ago, I was challenged to speak for five minutes, a mini-sermon, much like our podcasts, in front of people in person, which you'd expect, as I do it every week on the podcast, would be fine. But oh no, I was so incredibly nervous. And there were only 15 people in the room. But... I'll let you into a little secret. I normally stumble and trudge my way through my thoughts and what I've been writing whilst recording these podcasts. And through the wonders of modern technology, I can simply edit out all the errors and mistakes and bits that I don't like or said in a funny way and get rid of all the erms as I try to process what I'm going to say next and re-record bits that don't really make any sense and make myself sound very eloquent or at least passably eloquent. But in person, you can't do any of that. What you say is what you get. But at the same time, spending time going through this passage gave me confidence. Jesus is walking with us in our journey, challenging us, and through these challenges gives us the skills, power, and everything we need to tell more people about him. Jesus obviously thought the skills that I would gain from this I needed, and even though I'm not always able to see it, he knows best and knows what's best for me. He doesn't call us just to sit on the skills that we've got and use those. He calls us to grow and become better through his help. We're not here or called to do small things, so it's not going to be easy. Sometimes what's best for us is stepping out of our comfort zones. And at the end of the day, he's got our backs, guiding us through his great commission.
something amazing A moment when heaven touches earth Here in our hearts Lord, we are waiting For something that's far beyond What we have seen or heard Let our stars be ascension Let's begin the Oh,